The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, training camps have officially opened, and we're only two weeks away from the start of the regular season. So we're going to be discussing State of the Mavs, uh, Luka's MVP odds, as well as all the news and notes from around the league and some great, great, fantastic moments from Media Day. Just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, with the Spotify Live NBA chat host, Josh Everly, I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles, Miles and, and Jack, Jack got, got Mad, mad Boisties. Boisties. Yeah, I did a little of the Australian thing at the end. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoyed flavor. it. Well, international flavor because our guest today, Josh Everly from Calgary, uh, who up? I guess once called it the Oklahoma of Canada, wrote for Hoop Mag. <laughs> NBA Canada and Sporting News. He's in the building. Hello, Josh. You have heard of the Stampede. Good to confirm that. True son of Calgary. Yeah, I knew I knew that story was not, that pre-show story was not true. I was like, no one from Calgary would not know what the Stampede yeah, right, right, right. was. It was mistaken identity. Yeah. Yes, mistaken absolutely. Identity. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I went to Calgary Comic-Con and uh, had, a, had a wonderful time in uh, your, your lovely town. Um, and have not been back since, but uh, it's, a, it's a nice town. You got a little river there. It's, I feel it feels very <laughs> got a little <laughs> got, river got a there. River, what are you, some, uh, some bridges, uh, <laughs> definitely some, some cars, some buildings, some grass, people. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw some buildings too. Talking like John Rockefeller or something. It is <laughs> a long-standing joke that like people get off the plane in Calgary to go to Banff. So mm, people yeah. go like, "What do I do here? Uh, drive another <laughs> hour and a half to the mountains in Banff." And then <laughs> right. that's what you do. Why is it called the Oklahoma of Canada? Because it's just the because I know I know about the stampede because of marching band culture and brass culture. Like that's a sure. big that's a big draw. But I also get that there's rodeos and stuff going on. What is it about it? 
<laughs> what is it about Calgary? You know what? Like, I don't know. Somewhere between Oklahoma, Texas. It's just, it's one, it's super conservative. Always, mm. We've had one non-conservative government like the last 50 years. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, a lot of small town, rural communities. Got I don't it. know how cowboy it really is when like the two urban cities aren't cowboy at all, but we, we pretend, <laughs> we pretend, we right. dress it up. Yeah. Stampede for listeners who don't know is like a large cattle auction that is also yeah. like a burning man for like cowboy cosplay. <laughs> cowboy, burning <man. laughs> cowboy burning man. It's like an inner city festival for 10 days straight. And yeah, oh, there's a bunch of terrible stats that define it, but we don't, we don't need to get into those. Stampede's we don't need to get into Mostly a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And true to the brand, you're a Mavs guy. Yeah. Right. True. <laughs> yeah, it fits. It fits. I yeah. guess. Yeah. What was the draw? To, like, how do you go? Like, what's your sort of fan journey as a kid in Calgary to the NBA and then the Mavs? My origin as a Mavs uh, fan is not all that exciting, but my mom was a flight attendant. Okay. And she was, uh, I guess, in the Fort Worth area, brought me home a Cowboys hoodie and a Mavericks t-shirt when I was like six. So that was just, those were my teams. That's amazing. And then, and then I was like a hipster for it, which I yeah. also loved, right? Because no, everyone else is like, there are teams other than the Lakers and the Raptors and the NBA. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm a fan of those teams. So, But also, like, y'all had the best jerseys when, when the Raptors and the, and the Grizz came oh, out. Yeah. I was like, these yeah, are yeah. The, the most fun. And Damon Stoudemire was like my, my, one of my favorite players. There you go. Okay, so purely just off the gift, you were like, Does it, this, man. This is Six-year-old me was in. It worked because Nash was Canadian, and then Dirk became my favorite player of all time. So things like moved in the right direction. If I had, but what been, was like, that first team like you remember really rooting for? Like, what's what's what squad was it? Man, oh two, I would think. Like, okay, yeah, probably oh two. The first playoff series I remember really watching was Sixers Lakers in oh one. Okay, and, and yeah. my my first two basketball coaches, Jabari has heard this story before, but my first two basketball coaches were arguing during you know they're supposed to be setting up a drill or something, and they were arguing about who was better, Kobe or AI. And that was like, okay, I kind of want to, I want to partake. My coaches are cool. I want to partake in this conversation. And I've been arguing useless basketball comparisons for the last 20 something years. So that was, that was the moment of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's always that, that elder influence that, yeah. that draws yeah. us in. Right. So how are you feeling about the maps this season? It's a, it's kind of an exciting year, a tumultuous off season, lost Brunson to the Knicks, acquired <laughs> Christian Wood via trade. Are you, are you confident? Is it like I, I, Again, I think maybe I'm more cynical because I'm not part of the market. Like if you live in the market, you're privy to all of these like hype videos and like local PR pushes and you rub arms with Cuban at coffee shops and think you're included yeah. in things. I don't know. But right. It's like I saw Nico at Subway and he yeah. told me some things. <laughs> he told me everyone that's great. Everyone was in the best shape of their life. Everyone had lost X amount of weight. But right, right. you know what? The Mavs have this very storied history of like having and almost off-season. Like they really position themselves to do some amazing things in the off-season, and then they usually don't do them. And then this year, mm. they kind of took that a step further, and they're like, hey, we've had a guy completely outperform his draft value, completely yeah. um, surpass everything we hoped from him, and we lost him to the Knicks, who haven't been able to sign anyone else for the last 20 years. Like They really went <laughs> above and beyond and right. uh, it, it smacked the <laughs> expectations. I, got, I can't lie, man. I, I, I don't feel super optimistic. I felt like things broke incredibly right for the Mavs last year. Incredibly right. Not unlike Portland a few years ago where they get Kevin Durant uh, out in the conference finals and they can't even take a game. 
That's sort of what right. this year felt like for the Mavs. Like the Suns imploded. They were playing good basketball. The Jazz imploded. It was nice as a feather in your cap, but I don't know if they're really in a position to build on what they did last year. And even with mm. them probably being a playoff team and Luka maybe winning MVP, which I know you want to get to, but it, does, it doesn't feel like this team's ceiling is higher than it was last year, which is tough because you want to see growth. This is how I feel about the Sixers entering <laughs> okay. every preseason. Don't there's tell two, me, don't tell me the odds types. are good. <laughs> yeah. There's different types of fandom. And so, some people, you know, Fall Springs Eternal, uh, you know, it's the preseason media day was a couple days ago. Everybody is, uh, you know, everyone's in the best shape of their life. Of course. Uh, James Harden lost 100 pounds. 100 pounds. 100 know. pounds. Never he seen claimed, anything like it. <laughs> uh, jokingly. But, um, you know, Jimmy Butler's hair is glorious, as we're going to talk about. But I'm also, yeah, for whatever reason, the way basketball fandom hit me is like, I'm like, don't hurt me <laughs> don't i don't don't do this to me don't get my hopes up not See, I you have a, i have a reason for that though like why well, i'd be curious what you're like my reason is the 06 finals which i still feel very sick about and i won't i won't go down the rabbit hole with you but mm-hmm. i feel very sick about the 2006 finals still so that was my i don't trust anymore i've been hurt too deep um, mm-hmm. one wade free throw at a time into the soul and then one, you won a title whistle. after that, man. It, yeah. But now it's 1-1. Now it's 1-1. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow. I this mean, is why I don't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, like, I just, I just want to interview you and find out what it feels like to get out of the second round. Uh, so, you know, well, that's, Doc, that's where I'm coming from. I saw uh-huh. the quote this morning. Doc Rivers says the most talented team he's ever had for the ninth year in a row, which I... Okay. Fantastic quote from Doc. Like it, one Google it was like every team he's ever t- had, most talented team he's ever had. <laughs> I don't want to take this away from you, but it does feel like the Sixers are becoming the fun pick because they, it's like they have a lot of toys that are fun to talk about. Yeah. You know, I mean, Embiid obviously is like a generational basketball genius and physical, you know, just, just incredible. But then like, I think there's the underrated, he's been runner up MVP last couple of years. So everybody's like, you, you know, slept on a little bit, like by one and a half percent as Embiid and then the James Harden being in shape. And it's just like, people's minds are like, I could see this, you know, it, it like fires the imagination. I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, man. Because it, it, it feels it like a movie. Me, yeah. Like, it's yeah. like a couple things like, yeah, man, it beats back yeah. hard and lost 100 pounds. And you're like, yeah, we're back in. Like, it feels like the momentum of a montage sequence. Yeah. And then are, you go into the season the most hot. Polarizing team. They are, they are so polarizing. I, it's funny. You're, it's like you're in my head because I tweeted something yesterday where I was like, if you could just promise me James Harden would be healthy and committed in the playoffs, like, if you could just make me that promise. And then that I would only have to see like Embiid is hampered with a hip, knee, shoulder one time in the playoffs. I'd pick you to win the title. I think the talent's there. But how how the heck do you account for Harden and Embiid and the constant like banged up and are they all I mean, I shouldn't throw I shouldn't lump Embiid in here, but Harden last year in the playoffs looked like he was so uninterested. Ah, but that one game, though. But that that one one game, game, though. That step back was clicking. (laughs) But I truly think that is the thing, is that people still have that one game in their mind, and it's like, you know, that that still... Confirmation bias. The hope rises to the top, and everyone's like, oh, but remember, they looked really good in that one Miami game. They looked like they could have like gotten out of that series and gotten swept by the Celtics in that game. 
There's just something fun about them. I'm also sky high on Maxi. Like I'm sky, 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 sky high on Maxi. I think Maxi's oh, yeah. sick. Oh, I, I'm obsessed. My my whole fat my, my four year old is obsessed with Maxi. Um, so really? he he asked yeah. me in the off season like, "What's Maxi up to? Like, why <laughs> why don't we watch Maxi anymore? He doesn't even recognize like when I'm watching like football. He's asking what he's where's Maxi up like to? Where's Maxi? Like, what's what's he doing? How's he looking this off season? Yeah, that's when I thought yeah. basketball was called Magic Johnson. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, what is Magic Johnson on? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, this is baseball. I'm like, so yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, so he's not coming. Out. That's right. the new. That's my new definition for the it factor. Like, if a yeah. four year old is clamoring in the background, four year old can guy, look at the it. game and be like, yeah. "That man is just faster than everyone," and knifing through uh, yes. incredible athletes and getting to the cup every time. Speaking of your Sixers, you know your optimism. I know we were talking <laughs> about Chris Middleton and him missing, you know, the start of the season through injury, and you know Jabari before was like. Jack, can this help you get some distance, create some distance between y'all and yeah, the Bucks? Said, and you were like, <laughs> distance between Philly and the Bucks. I was like, maybe close the distance a small amount because they're, they're better than us. They've made the finals. Uh, they've won the championship in the, within the last two years. I think, I think we should be talking about closing the distance um, because, yeah, and, and Middleton will be back. He's not. You what's, know. The, what's the Vegas difference in wins for those two teams right now you know two, i don't know i don't they gotta I, be close at this point like you'd think with the with the bucks kind of aging and all the talent philly had you would think it would be it would be pretty neck and neck yeah yeah and i i fully believe that they can do some real damage in the regular season and the you know the playoffs are the playoffs okay so i see i see why we're similar just like you're not, <laughs> you won't even hope aloud you won't even like oh you won't no even ponder about the possibility. no no yeah you guys are definitely <laughs> fell off the same tree of like yeah. who hurt i you have guys. a sixers hat that i don't i don't wear because they've lost too many games the days that i wore it so that's the level of um just stupidity, right. I guess you would call no, it. No, that that's fandom with? because you're such a big fan <laughs> that even your hat affects what happens thousands of miles away, no yeah. matter what. That's it is powerful, wild. That, acknowledge your power. Yeah, I, I just wish Doc would acknowledge it. I've been writing him letters being like, look, man, I got I got it figured he, out. But He did he, acknowledge it. You got that cease and desist from his lawyers. Right, but I, yeah. I just want him to acknowledge. Oh, oh, got yeah. you, got you, got you, for right, sure, right. for sure. Uh, Josh, but question for you. I know you said you were a little bit feeling less optimistic. Well, with the off season, what would you have liked to have seen for you to maybe move yourself into the slightly hopeful column? Yeah, I, I mean, I would have liked to have seen them make up, especially if they were going to lose Brunson. I would like to mm-hmm. have seen them find that secondary playmaker scorer on the perimeter. That's name wasn't Spencer Dinwiddie, like an mm-hmm. I thought. For whatever reason, like Mark Cuban very clearly loves Spencer Dinwiddie. There's a relationship there. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's, I think as your third guard, he's, he's a real nice rotation player to have. But I mean, if you watch that Jazz series, every time he was leaned on, just missing terrible shots, couldn't get things going. Awful lot of pressure for him to step up. And we've been talking about, you know, three straight years, we were talking about Luka really is incredible, but there's somewhat of a ceiling to him running every possession for your team. And even if he's super efficient, like there needs to be possessions and times when he's off the floor where you can lean on somebody else to create that offense. They sort of found it with Brunson. They immediately lost it. So in, in my mind, it was either keep Brunson or find someone you were comfortable taking that role. And I don't know if we have it. I, I, I don't know if the team has found that. And I love Tim Hardaway Jr. I really do. But again, I think we've kind of seen that play out as well. And, and the combo of him and Din, Dinwiddie is somewhat underwhelming. Yeah. 
I would say <clears throat> the Luca thing is like like getting to view uh you know the Mavs from a, from an outsider like it, it gets a lot of attention his usage rate but there was a time when Ben Simmons had things really going for for the Sixers and he just always put the ball where it needed to go and like it like peak LeBron where it's like he's a basketball computer where the ball always goes exactly where it needs to go and like having that plus one of the best shot makers of, <laughs> that I've ever seen like an uncanny shot maker who like can sometimes just flip it up while running in the opposite direction and it just goes in and you know it's going in like there's something about the Mavs this year that is exciting to me because every team you put around Luca, because he's such a singular talent, feels like there's an opportunity for something that you've never really seen before. And like you just have to get the pieces right. And like, I mean, even like Christian Wood, like I don't I don't normally pay attention to acquisitions such as Christian Wood being like someone who comes on and now there's like controversy is whether whether he's starting or not, but everybody you put around Luca's uh I don't know. It's it's exciting to me. I'm I'm interested to see what they look like. Christian Wood's a nice player. Yeah, he does some nice things. But then you know we see this every year where like basketball in the playoffs devolves into like a two man game, and like are him and Luca outperforming like Steph Dre? Are they outperforming Jamal Jokic? Are they outperforming Kawhi Paul George? And I just I don't I don't know about that. And like and it's exciting and maybe it's one of those things. Where I think, as a fan, if you've been in the lottery for a long time, like the playoffs is so exciting, and then you right. get that one year where you make the playoffs and you're like a darling, like the Grizzlies last year. Everyone was like so excited, everyone loves what you're doing, and then there are expectations. Like the Mavs have had this conference finals run, and it's like now what? And I think that's only amplified by the fact that you see player movement being what it is, and like some of the whispers a year ago about like Luca wasn't totally happy on all the movement in the front office and some of the things behind the scenes. And you, you kind of feel like there's always this timer ticking behind your head of like, if the Mavs don't progress, like, are they, are they going to lose that chance to build around Luca the next five years? Because things have to essentially be seamless. It would seem to keep a lot of guys these days. Right. Hmm. All right. Well, should we take a break and come yeah. back and talk media, media, day? the media, the media, the media. We'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. 
Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Harold G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. And we're back. And yeah, CJ McCollum signed a two-year extension uh, with the Pelicans. Now New Orleans has CJ McCollum, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram. Bingy. Through 2025. Yeah, at a minimum. Yeah. And when, when they had Zion with a, with a high usage rate, Two seasons ago, they were one of the more unstoppable offenses. Like he was just playing out of his mind. Um, it's it's really like the West is just stacked up. Like there are so many teams that are going to be interesting to see if they if they make the playoffs at this point. Because you got Warriors, Suns, Nuggets, Mavs, Grizzlies, Clippers, Wolves, Pelicans. Lakers, Kings, Blazers. Um, <laughs> that was that's, nice that's to a, mention the Lakers for Jabari. Those yeah. 11 teams right there uh, with, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, the first nine, I'd say, w- with a like making a legitimate playoff run. And I am including the Lakers in there because they do have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, uh, which I, I, I think that's still correct. Yeah, they still have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Can, um, will they be able to walk and move? How many nights <laughs> a year do they have those two? That's we'll what see. I'm as a Laker fan. Yeah. Like every day, I'm like, what do what offering must I bring? <laughs> lay at the altar for them right. to stay healthy for I don't know 50 Man, games. That's trick. I don't know. That, they're an interesting team too. I mean, the Lakers are always polarizing as well, but oh yeah, but this I, year you can see things just going a couple. Oh, ways. I think yeah. We thought last year was a weird one. Woo boy. Right, I mean, if you get AD, Russ, and Braun out there for 15 games in a row and it's still not a good product, that defense that has been well-mounted several times by all of them that we weren't on the floor together just 
it gets soggy when wet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I don't think, yeah, I think just even considering Russ as part of that, I'm not fully uh, invested well, as that being a reality at aren't all. Aren't the Lakers but, still considering him part of that? That's, yeah, that's there? that's the freaky thing that we watch. And like, are do you mean those words you're saying yes. right now? <laughs> um, but that's a whole other question. Let's focus on the real news, which is Zion, because <laughs> because of the Pelicans, media day, this man came out and said something that was the most horrifying thing I've ever heard from Zion Williamson. I'm just going to play this. He says he's feeling good and, and the best he's ever felt. Uh, I feel like I'm in my best right now. Uh, I feel like I'm moving faster, jumping huh? higher. Huh? Uh, I just, I feel great. Oh, boy. Faster uh, and jumping higher. <laughs> he looks a different quality, for sure. Treadsville. Um, he, Shredsville. <laughs> he almost like because somebody was doing a side by side, like what he looked like at Media Day last year versus this year. And like last year, he looked like Zion Williamson to me. And this year, he looks like he's cut from marble and like just every. I, he also got a different haircut, but um, he, he got a little also, bit lower. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it'll be. I mean, the difference is the, the first one he looked giant like hoop he looked country I, strong. The first yes. picture, he looked country strong. And then the next one is like, I got a trainer. I found out about what high performance athletics is because he <laughs> looks just somehow stronger than country strong. Yeah. And I'm like, where are his overalls? Like that first one, I could just see him wearing like like a train conductor's striped overalls under <laughs> like that was his outfit. Yeah. And now it's like he looks like he's like, I don't know. He's it's it truly this. There's a shift there that I'm. it just excites me and to hear him say with such confidence and such a big smile on his face, like I'm running faster. I feel like I'm jumping higher. Mm -hmm. That's I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Yeah. I mean, I was already excited. There are already top five league pass teams for me, but this is, this is getting me even more excited. It does. (laughs) I mean, we keep coming back to one point. The NBA made a mistake. They, they gave us a show that they have to listen to. And we've decided to take advantage of that by pitching them ideas that they probably aren't hearing anywhere else because yes. they're so dumb. Yes. And we, we keep coming back to this idea that Zion would look great in overalls, has looked great in overalls. Yep. Like they need to make it so that Zion is like a fully formed wrestling character. Yes. Like he comes to the gym, he checks in or, you know, during the, announcement of starting lineups he has tear away overalls yes instead of a regular warm-up and just like everything like he needs to be the first player with a carhartt deal instead of a nike deal or in yeah. addition to a nike deal and like makita power tools yeah like everything you know what i yeah. mean they're like this guy's a, an just entire lifestyle yeah yeah, yeah. and like out I, of the I, tunnel on a fan boat yes like, yes and i think this is the thing i'm i i would love and, and i know the nba is listening or at least three people are uh <laughs> that here are some ideas, right? Because I would love that everybody could have their own costume based on their vibe. Like your tarot, your warmups should be whatever you want them to be. Like right. you know, based like hitters in the in the in Major League Baseball, they have a they have like music they can walk out to before they go to take their at bat, and that gives them a moment to sort of let people know their personality. I feel like you can tear awayify any outfit you want as part of your like sub in sort of celebration. You're opening this up to like Kyle Kuzma and Russell Westbrook as well, though. Yeah, we're, right. we're gonna we're gonna live through those choices. Yeah, and you know okay. what? The, right. the memes would be the memes would make themselves. Okay, I'm making the argument that they leave 
this decision to us. We, based on players having a strong enough vibe, we are allowed to pick like okay. one player per team yeah. that has a strong enough vibe that like they are the player that when they're about to check in, instead of just like going to the scorer's table, maybe there's like a, l- a little bit of a smoke bomb effect. Yeah. And then you hear like oh. their warm up music before playing. that. Well, you never show this. You never show the subs bench. Right. It's always a mystery because they got to walk out like the WWE like right. when, when you sub in. So it's always a mystery up until that point. It's like, oh, my God, Schroeder has come out. And I feel like Schroeder, he could wear an outfit where he wears prosthetic shoulders on his shoulders. <laughs> just to accentuate that. And then so when he comes, out, he's like, yeah, like just, uh-huh. just like like a like a like a transformer or like a Power Ranger machine getting ready. I don't know. See, these are ideas. Uh, yeah, these are all ideas, and not all of them are going to be winners. But I mean, Schroeder with big shoulders, sh- shoulders, shoulders upon cool. shoulders. Yeah, shoulders upon shoulders. Who would get the custom outfit on the Mavs, Josh? Yeah, <sighs> like mean, who feels got the personality that could kind of like be, give us a little performance, but also well, like it would I really. Fe- I feel like fun. again, this would be Dinwiddie, and mm. I feel like his outfit every night would be like an NFT opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> like, like at, at some at some point, like it's a QR in his code. Outfit, the QR code would flash. But like every night right. you gotta be on it to hit that. <laughs> right. Like Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so Zion, I think we were saying before we started recording, we were kind of debating what what do we think the best Zion, like the you hear the first the opening, you know, strings like Undertaker of this song. theme song. Yeah, and and every and suddenly the announcer's like, Oh my, he's he's coming back. They said yeah. he wasn't back. Um what what do we think in Zion's warm? It's gotta be country, right? It's gotta be swampy. A little swampy, or like, or he leans into Zion being like Zod from Superman, mm. and like kneel before Zion, okay. and people are like, ah, I don't know, that could work. Yeah, credence, could credence, work. born on the Bayou, I think. Yeah, born on the Bayou will work. I like that. Um, uh, listeners, write in. Let us know what you think. Should yeah, happen. and give us other uh, any other players who you feel like have a specific enough vibe to, uh, you know, hold a, a loft. A, oh, a LeBron should pro- wear a wig. <laughs> LeBron wears a wig, and you're like, what's he got under the wig today? Yeah. And then the day he comes out with the full big Ted LeBron, that would be a that would be a moment for sure. Yeah. One player, each team has to has to like have a whole wrestling persona. Yeah. That, but yeah. Actually, speaking of fun NBA hair, uh, one thing we do we do need to point out was <laughs> Jimmy Butler, who I think he's winning my heart as potentially maybe one of my favorite comedians in the league right now. Yes. Um, with his hair extensions that he has been uh, showing us over the course of the summer. If you remember in the beginning, they were like tie dollar sign length, yeah. sort of uh, like braids that he had. Then on media day, he shows up and insists to everybody he doesn't have extensions in with a straight face, but also having a, a, a good sort of uh, a good sense of humor about it. I just want to play this clip where he's talking to Taylor Rooks about his hair and, and kind of the motivation behind rocking these very long extensions that he has. They are not extensions. So y'all leave me alone. So take me into the moment you decided that this was going to be your style. What vibe were you going for with the locks? Um, honestly, I just wanted to see how many people on the internet would love my hair. <laughs> and it did great. And you know, it did, it did great. It up, shave off my facial hair. Make sure I still got it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to keep it, though. I'm not going to lie to you. It'll be gone sooner rather than later. 
<laughs> it's it, his hair is amazing. He's like I don't know. He it it changes his energy completely, especially like with the shaved face too. Like he right. just he looks completely different. A phenomenal bit that I'm surprised nobody has done to this point. Just wear extensions and insist they're not extensions and. Somebody yeah. wore like a fun wig like once. I feel like Shaq would put a wig on every now and then, but right. it was it was him well, being like big Shaq with it. Like, okay, not like but like that. I feel like Carlos Boozer took a sharpie to his head for like <laughs> several, <laughs> several seasons, and I don't think anybody loved it at that time. I don't, yeah. I don't know if he got much props for for the creativity there, or because he went he tried to push the techno- technological boundaries of what we considered hair. Yes, right. True. You know, we're like ink. I don't know if we're considering ink hair quite yet, uh, which is why I think his like these <laughs> dreads really make it look like if Ty Dolla Sign was in Migos or yeah. like he, he didn't make it, he got kicked out of Migos. Well, he's working with a strong hair, like a strong hairline to begin with. You know, it's just all so it's there's no question of like, <laughs> oh, man, what is he trying to pull off? You know, like if <laughs> if Alex Caruso came with the same like look or like a long flowing hair, it probably wouldn't work quite Look, so as well. a balding man no disrespect to bald mom but if you came out with a full lace front i'd be like you know what live <laughs> yours live yours live yours alex we miss it but it is like this is bordering on character work he was doing it all summer came back i mean with with hair length that like we all saw him three months ago four months ago like the <laughs> to claim that it <laughs> physically he just like focused real hard and like grew his hair out in the in the last couple of months, I love it. Phenomenal bit. Uh, shout out to Jimmy Butler. Long may it last. Uh, mm. And then, lastly, you want should we talk about that that Giannis clip? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Which about one Giannis. about Curry or about the Euros? I mean, Which he one? had two good, two, yeah. two good media day moments. One was like pretty straightforward. He said Steph Curry is the best player in the world um, after leading the Warriors to the title, which feels like the right thing to say, right? It's not like a hot take. Like I can follow the logic of saying like, well, he took his team to the end and that's a, that's my easiest sort of not like, I don't know, not as confrontational or a controversial take. It's one of those things though, where like, if he says like, I, I don't know, I wouldn't blame him if he was like, I think I'm the best player in the world, but it's right. just one of those things where it doesn't like roll off the tongue unless yeah. you're one of those guys who's like truly just loves to remind people. It's just right. gonna be perceived as as something, you know. It'll be it will be written in headlines. So I, I think it was like the politically correct move. Giannis could be mayor of Milwaukee after this. I get it. <laughs> and then also said so the the Euro basketball is harder for him than the NBA, which I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, shots fired at like his competitors in the NBA." But when you hear the whole clip, it sounds more similar to. Like him just saying that the the lanes are a little bit more clogged up and it's and they're more physical because they're not as talented as NBA players. It was interesting though. I mean, it does sound a little more similar to playoff basketball. Uh, the talent, obviously, in the NBA, it's uh, way higher, but the space is just you have a lot of lanes to drive the ball, a lot of lanes to create. It's just I think over there is more intense. Like people pick pick you up full court, double team you. Uh, full court um, zone, um, to man to man, to the last uh, five second uh, double teams from the start from zone, and then they go man to man last ten seconds, and then the double team in the post. There's no lanes to drive. Like it's just the more physical. Yeah, 
And this is why I've been saying that people needed to give me a shot in the NBA before they fully decided, <laughs> no, just you didn't play college basketball. You weren't even that good in high school. Like why? Like the lanes were going to open up. I, I definitely my my game <laughs> lent itself more to just that wide open, wide open spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, wind blowing through my hair because I do have long hair and my vision of myself playing in the NBA. Um, so <laughs> you got like yeah. long hockey hair or something. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lawrence hair. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to hear him sort of be so like unequivocal though, too, you know, where he's like, nah, I like, I'm, I'm playing better because I go when I'm playing in Europe, it's such a harder, it's just a harder proposition for me. Yeah. Like it opens up for me in the NBA. I have to think differently in Europe and so it's a great, it's a great way for me to get prepared. And I just, I'm like, again, I'm always thinking about like other European sports and like, it is so tactical. Like everything mm. is so tactical where it's never just like, Hey man, get out there. Let's do our thing. And, you know, just put some points on the board. We'll be all right. Where it's like, okay, how can we efficiently identify the weak points in our opponent's game and figure out how to exploit those while just playing, eking out the margins. And it's interesting to see him sort of describe that game like that. All right. Should we take a break? And then come back and put our guest, Josh, under on the hot seat. What are we yep. calling it? Under the yeah. rapid fire hot seat. All right, we'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. And we're back. And it's time for Mr. Josh Eberly from Calgary. Stretch out, Josh. Yeah, get it ready. Yeah, open up those knuckles because it's time for the rapid fire round of questioning. Now, Josh, we are just going to chest pass you some questions. Don't even think. Just send the ball right back with your answer. Mm -hmm. Okay? And don't we don't have time to make this like don't you know just like a slow paced thing with like well thought out answers. Just scream them out. Yeah, uh, dumb answers preferred. Here we go. Start the clock. Down, down. Uh, Jack. You gonna go first or I'm gonna? Go? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go first because I know Great. we we got to get down to it. Unless you want to do go it first. Okay. No, no. You All don't. right, uh, Josh. You watched and appreciated the ascension of Jalen Brunson with the Mavs for several years. So tell us, what does this upcoming year look like for Brunson? in a lead role for the New York Knickerbockers. Lots of family time at home. Come to playoffs with dad. They'll be in the same city. Oh, together. no. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. All Love right. that. Okay. Okay. How about this? Can the Celtics weather the early season storm as they adjust to life without Robert Williams? Because he's about, what, eight, eight to 12 weeks out with the knee surgery? Or might there be a period of adjustment to start the season as they also work Malcolm Brogdon into the mix? Yeah, there's going to be a period of adjustment with, with the things that you mentioned and also the things that you didn't mention that are that are yeah. happening behind closed mm-hmm. doors this time. I think absolutely. Got All it. Right. Got it. Yes, under on sense. their wins total. Under on their wins total. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, so you heard our dumb pitch for the NBA. Uh, <laughs> the the like players get entrances. One player each team uh, left Custom up tearaways. to uh, our our podcast. What which player gets it? Give us a dumb pitch to the NBA. What, what, what's something you'd like to see that you think would be entertaining? Rule or, change, um, added oh. entertainment. Yeah. Okay, what rapid fire. Um, find a way to reward players for playing in the All-Star game, and I don't care how ridiculous it is. You get to take the salaries hmm. of the players across from you. Like you're playing for keeps for their, <laughs> you oh, get their wow. salary for the rest oh, of like, the season. Like, like racing for pink slips? Find a way to make... People play defense in the all-star game occasionally. Just do it. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> right. It's like a huge money game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, actually, man. Players <laughs> can wager whatever they would like. Right. Oh, each other. And then the bets oh, are public. Wow. Coming across yeah. And then can the you ticker. do like, could you do like bigger bets too that might like give you an advantage in the postseason or something too? Like if you're trying like, to, like, is there even, I'm, like I'm, I'm really or nothing. Like if you want to, yeah. if you want to mix in a parlay, like cards on the way home, on the flight home, on top of like the results <laughs> of the game. I'm into it. I'm into it. Just okay. keep those public. Yeah. And Josh, yeah, you got to keep your answers a little bit shorter, my man. Just want to <laughs> remind you about this. this is a rapid fire segment. Uh, what are we underrating about the upcoming season? Uh, we talked about the Pelicans for five minutes and we didn't talk at all about their play. And we talked about like Zion's outfits. I think like the Pelicans are going to be insane this year. I think they're going to be just like so, 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 so good at regular season basketball. How yeah. deep they going? I think they're only they're only winning. Or I think they're getting into the playoffs and probably not even winning around. But I think that team is winning 55, 56 games. I think they're going nuts. Wow. Okay. 
And you're you're saying that that how insane they're going to be is going to be completely unrelated from Zion's fits and like what? Yeah, that's okay. Interesting take. Interesting take. We'll see how uh, everyone feels about that come the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, Remind me in nine months. Yeah. Put it on. Put it on the board, producer Jabari. (laughs) All right. Which new faces and new places are you most looking forward to this year? And do you think are gonna gonna make a difference? Uh, most looking forward to John Wall. I just I just want to know, man. Like, does John Wall have something left in the tank? Is he gonna actually be like an X factor for the Clippers? I have no take either way. I'm just curious. Just want to see it. And biggest X factor in a new place. Oh man, I don't know. Malcolm Brogdon, I guess, in Boston in the playoffs would yeah. be huge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, who's going to be a first-time All-Star this season? Tyrese Maxey. Yes. Hey, okay. Yeah. Tell your son. Yeah. All right. And finally, uh, Jack or Miles? Hot. Boys, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm not, I'm trying to base you off of your your Zion suggestions. I don't know, man. I I don't think I've got I don't think I have enough information yet. Like I need to hear a few more of these NBA ideas. <laughs> like we we got to run we got to run them. Get you a little bit apart on these. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, mm-hmm. and then and then see. Oh, you want to like separate that. us? That's like, fair. Interrogation tactic. I want to make an informed decision. Like I'm not going to hit you with the, like do you make your bed draft day question. But like, right, right. I have some questions. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. By the way, it, it, when separated, I, I will completely roll over on Miles and tell you anything you want <laughs> want to hear. Just completely throw this man under the bus. <laughs> uh, all right, Josh. Uh, uh, truly a pleasure having yeah, you. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, boys. Yeah. Um, where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Josh Everly. Do a little bit of everything everywhere on Spotify Live, posting chats there, and. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Nice. All right, and that's going to do it for this week's edition of Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Mad Boosties, B-O-O-S-T-I-E-S. That is the official spelling, and we will accept nothing else. So find us there and also find us in your ears next week when we return with a brand new episode. All right, later. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is 
finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.